When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the 77 WABC minicast. With us today is a former governor, David Patterson, and he is one common sense uh, uh, ex-governor. I hate to say the word ex, uh, and uh, he's one smart guy. Uh, governor Patterson, Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, John, and um, I think a lot of us are glad to be out of 2023. It was a tough year, the whole situation with the migrants all over the country, the uh, horrible attack on uh, Israel by Hamas, and some, you know, really um, very disturbing uh, statistics about education in the United States and, and otherwise. However, one person who I think quietly had a very good year in 2023 was Governor Kathy Hochul, and she'll probably be telling us a lot about that uh, in a couple of days on Tuesday when she delivers her State of the State address. And it will uh, really uh, magnify the fact that when she came in in 2021, the first thing she had to do was run for re-election. And, you know, that was um, a very hard thing to do to come in and then run the next year. But she wins the reelection. She had, uh, you know, a, a, a number of battles with the legislature that didn't work out for her. Uh, but she has kept her cool. And here in 2023, as we go into 2024, we recognize that um, uh, that uh, crime around New York State is down um, about seven to eight percent. Crime in the city is down 12 percent. And uh, really, if uh, not for the migrant situation, uh, it would be a, a good reason to really laud the work of uh, Mayor Adams, who had some definite plans that he put into effect where the crime is concerned. But the uh, the uh, I would say that the, the Governor Hochul's priorities, I think, this year are to try to get the legislature to understand that we're in an election year federally. Uh, that New York lost some congressional seats in 2022, and the Democrats would try to want to uh, to uh, win them back. And it might seem like more of a problem than it might actually be, because Governor Hochul has worked very well with uh, Andrea Stewart-Cousins, the majority leader of the Senate, and Carl Hasty, the Speaker of the Assembly. And they have gotten a lot done, and I think on, on a lot of occasions— Governor has exceeded to their interests, and it really has been a three-way leadership as opposed to just one person dominating. And I can't think of another governor, including myself, that had this good a relationship with the legislature. Um, certainly Governor Kerry didn't. Governor Cuomo didn't. Um, both Governor Cuomo's had tough times with the legislature. Governor Pataki had his entire, all of his vetoes overturned by the legislature in 2003. Uh, then I came along and 
I fought with them to the extent that um, I vetoed all of their uh, member items at the end of my term, and they couldn't actually get them back and didn't get them back under Governor Cuomo. So, well, Governor, Governor really... Pataki was with us the other day, and he says there's a, there's a, there's a, a hole in the uh, in, in the budget somewhere where if he could he puts in certain items at a certain point in the budget. They can't veto it, and they can't overturn it. Yes. Well, what it is. So is let's that, tell the truth. Okay. So the the way that works is the legislature obviously participates in um, uh, putting together the budget, but it is the governor that um, uh, can, uh, after that period of time. The governor can then uh, recommend what the governor wants, and the legislature has to vote it up or down. And if the legislature doesn't vote it up, they shut down the government. And I did that to the legislature in uh, 2010. It was crafted by Governor Kerry in 1981, but I don't think he ever realized, nor did governors after him, what a powerful weapon that could be. And so... um, uh, Governor uh, Hochul, if she gets into a big squabble with the legislature's budget, could do that. But she's managed to pass these budgets the last two years without that problem. So it should be, uh, you know, a pretty good year for her. And I think if she tries to pull the party back a little bit from where the extremists, the Democratic Socialists are going, that the Democrats could pick up a few seats for Congress. You mean, well, we hopefully she can get that done, but before everybody else moves out. I mean, tell me about, <laughs> tell me about Mayor Adams and his executive order uh, on the uh, on the bus uh, situation from Texas. Now I understand uh, that uh, uh, the buses are going to New Jersey, and then they're putting him on a railroad uh, car to go into back into Manhattan. I mean, that's a way around the uh the executive order uh new jersey doesn't want him um what the heck is going on uh, governor it, it it's a very tough thing it it worked politically if you live in texas for uh governor abbott it was kind of a brilliant idea he had to ship the migrants to other states but uh while it might have been uh politically feasible for him it was not a, a really cooperative effort uh, that he has waged with the other states. And Mayor Adams finally got tired of it and rightly decided that he would have issued these executive orders that New York City must be notified when migrants are coming in within 32 hours. And so this was sort of a way around it. Send them to New Jersey and then have them come in on the train. So there, there's a lot of uh, disingenuousness going on in terms of how to house the migrants, I think that uh, Mayor Adams is laudable in the fact that he stood up to the federal government and challenged them why they have picked New York out really more than any other state to ship migrants and why they haven't sent any money to help try to place them or any of the services uh, that uh, people need when they move to a new territory. And then they had a problem with the fact that after 60 days, some of the children that were in school would have to come out if they had to move because that was a limited time that they could stay at certain facilities that uh, was set up. But I think, uh, you know, Mayor Adams 
it, it has to be understood, has probably had the toughest job, including the president, in the last year because New York has really been the focus of where the migrant situation is. Understood. And uh, I understand they're, they're continually shipping uh, people to uh, Chicago, and the Chicago mayor has uh, uh, stood up and said, uh, well, did he say, send me more? I mean, and, and uh, the mayor from Boston said, send me more. I mean, this well, is it's, it's out of control, mayor Adams, Governor. Mayor Adams said that in the beginning, and I think what he meant was that he was not going to oppose the fact that people want to come in this country and that they want to live in New York. He probably never imagined that as soon as he said it, everybody started sending migrants to New York. So Denver, Chicago, any place else, uh, Boston included, uh, beware of what you wish for because you might get it. Governor uh, David Patterson, thank you for your input, and thank you, and uh, we'll see you again real soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Take care.